Hey, hey, hey. Welcome <laughs> once again to Stay F. Homekins. This podcast of this goddamn never-ending pandemic. Right. I'm Paul F. Tompkins. And Janie Haddad Tompkins. I'm a comedian. I'm an actress. We are a married couple living in Los Angeles, and we have been doing a podcast over the course of the global pandemic caused by the novel coronavirus, COVID-19. Uh, from the 2019 Coronavirus so, disease 2019. That's right. Um, we don't we don't say anything. I mean, we say things. We don't say anything, but we do say things. We say, the, oh my god, that dishwasher's gurgling. Oh my god, <laughs> that di- do you hear that dishwasher gurgling? It's gurgling. I'm okay. So I got my weekend water. I'm trying out some. This is my first time trying hard seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> what's up what's that what's that i'm proud of you i mean i have done like a vodka lacroix i've been known to hey look i'm no uh, uh, fresh off the boat newbie i've done a vodka lacroix on occasion this is like a pre-canned something well because i walked up to the local liquor store and i was like i want that new topo <laughs> gave him a piece of your mind <laughs> I demanded that Topo Chico. I wanted that new Topo Chico hard seltzer. Mm-hmm. I also wanted some Mega Millions tickets. It's up to $277 million. <laughs> I didn't have any cash on me, and I couldn't get the Mega Millions tickets. Also, they did not have any Topo Chico hard seltzer. What do you think is going to happen in a cashless society with the lottery? I mean, they're going to let you buy car, buy with card, with like a Venmo or something. I, mean, I didn't know you couldn't buy lottery tickets with a credit card. I didn't either till just now. Because <laughs> I was like, I thought like I had just done like my Apple I mean, Pay. Is that? A, I thought I was an Apple Pay. Is that a rule everywhere? Is it state by state? Or is oh, it, I bet it's a rule. I bet it's like because it's. I bet it has to do with like how it's like not taxed or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's they, what I think. They probably don't want people scalping lottery tickets. I don't know. I don't know. I just know I didn't get my Mega Millions. And so I walked away and I was like, I hope no one wins. I hope no one wins. Have you? And it rolls over so I can go up there with some cash and get my Mega Millions. Have you ever won any anything? kind of... <laughs> anything. <laughs> no. Any kind of like going to the liquor store, buy a scratcher, anything like that? I mean, no. No. Well, I don't really do scratchers. Pardon me, all the hell. <laughs> I'm like I'm I'm a I'm a big <laughs> What are you doing, scratchers? That's yeah, that's why we're star cross lovers. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to kind of dip my toe in on the big, you know. And really right. all I'm buying You like is... the sense of community. <laughs> <laughs> I like all you're buying for me. All I'm really buying is a couple of days of fantasizing. That's what I'm purchasing. Yes. I'm not really like, I'm not going to win it. You're buying a a weekend of dreams. (laughs) Just going, you know, although now that the HGTV smart home has opened for biz. <laughs> I gotta enter that thing twice a day now for like six weeks. And where is the smart home this time? It's in Naples, Florida. Oh, I like Oof. it. I like this one, this smart home because find the dream home. Fine. I was, 
I was prepared to move to Rhode Island. <laughs> I did not win it. But I like the decor in this one better. Mm-hmm. First of all, the back patio mm-hmm. is like off the hook. Okay. <laughs> It has like um, a huge like solo stove on the on the deck, mm-hmm. and it has one of those like swim spas, you know, where you can swim against the current it creates. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't have to have a giant lap pool. You just go on your deck, you jump in, and you start swimming in laps against the right. current. It's like a water treadmill, if you will. Y- yeah, but for swim mm. for swimming. Yeah, that's what the water part is. <laughs> I didn't think you got in there. You walked. People do water aerobics. They People do. do. You, you can't could. stop them. I bet you can do that in there. You could. You could do that like a like running a man. fucking drag if you just got in there. That's like not Trudging good. against the current. It's probably good for people with, with injury. With injury. If you're a person with injury, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you. No, he doesn't. Dare you no, he drive a wedge he between me making, and people with injury? Making fun of you. People with injury. I was like, not making fun of you. I was the, making. If anything, I was making fun of me. He just said the quiet part out loud. <laughs> I hate when people on Twitter say that. <laughs> oh, they just said the quiet part out loud. No, they just said the out loud part out loud. Yeah, they're just assholes. <laughs> anyway, there's also an outdoor kitchen. I spied one of those countertop. Pizza ovens. Mm. Oh, by the way, then you take the tour of the kitchen. The kitchen has like an island because mm. all like dream kitchens have an island. All, every this is the, you can take this to the bank. Every dream kitchen has an island. You can charge your phone on the island. Dang! You just plop it right down. The whole island, anywhere on the island. It looked it. Mm. It looked it. Might. Cause cancer. <laughs> it radiates your food. It puts 5G in your food and then Bill Gates can find you. I heard you. Naples is actually like the nice part of Florida. I think I've heard that too, that it's very nice. Yeah. Cause it's I up, just don't want to move to Florida. It's like up in the, is it up in the pan handle? We're not going to move to Florida. We're just going to vacation in Florida. Oh, so we're keeping this house. Yeah. We wouldn't just sell it. You think it. I'm going to, what? You think I'm going to win the smart home? And just phone someone up and be like, buy my smart home. <laughs> the thing is like re- party ready. It's Here's like totally oh, furnished. Now you're talking. I want to move into a party ready house. Here's what I want to know is mm-hmm. where do these homes come from that are, are that are raffled off like this? Are they built specifically for this purpose? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And you know this for a fact? Yep. Okay. Source? I've, this is not my first rodeo. That is true. That is true. I, I will have to trust you on this because you do, you're, you're in this world. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my point is I'm trying this hard seltzer. I got this off-brand. It wasn't the Topo Chico. They didn't have it. They, I asked. I was like, are y'all getting it? And he's like, he was like, we're trying. Like, our supplier is, we've been asking for it. And I was like, all right. And then I left with other things to drink. This, other, <laughs> this, is, this is like, a, <laughs> I got this off-brand one. It's fine. You mentioned solo stoves. Yes. And I would like to talk about this. <laughs> yeah. 
We bought a solo stove. No, we were gifted. Oh, that's that right. was a. It was a gift. Who gave it to us? My mom. Your lovely mother gave. Yeah. it Yeah. So I had said that we had gone to Matanda. Got that. Yeah. So we were at Matanda's house, and and they were like. Oh my God, we have this solo stove there. They have like a whole outdoor situation going on. Yes. They have a wonderful outdoor situation. And, um, and, uh, and they're like, this thing is awesome. It's like this little like metal canister and you, you build a fire in it. It's real hot. And, um, it's like a high end trash can. It's like, yeah, it's like a, it's like, <laughs> like, like <laughs> I don't think it's a beautiful trash can that you can build like, fires in. You want to have like some hobos <laughs> over? Yeah, if you want to have Rocky's friends sing some doo wop around there, <laughs> take it back, do 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 do, take it back. I don't think you're supposed to say hobos anymore, but you know John Hodgman wrote a whole thing about it. Yes. are you allowed to say him anymore? It's, it's an old fashioned term. Yeah, I mean nobody uses it anymore except to be funny. I mean, I'm using it like if you want to have ghosts of hobo, like yeah, like yeah, yeah. What is the word? What is it? Is it a short for something? Hobo? Yeah, like hop in the trains or hop in the ho. Hop, yeah, I hop. bet it must be, right? I don't know. Yeah. Homeless bow? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. So don't worry about writing in to me. You can look it up. Yeah. You can I, look it up. I have Google. <laughs> don't. Okay, so I was like, oh my God, we went there and we sat around their solo stove and then we stuck some, you know, hot dog sausage things on a a spear and Mm -hmm. all this stuff and it was really neat and it's like a self-contained thing and there's other like cool things about it. It's lightweight, like, you know, it's not messy, you just clean it, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I had mentioned this, I mean, I mentioned it like a while ago. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, for Christmas, we got, we were gifted a solo stove. Now, here's why I thought we bought it. Because we did buy accessories for it. Yes. Because, and this leads me to what I want to talk about. Yes. We were lacking in the things we needed to use, yes. use it. And we, like, there's, there's, here's the thing. We bought a bunch of things. You don't need a lot of things for the stove. It's, calling it a stove, I think, is kind of generous. Um it's a it's a sort of fire pit kind of deal. Yeah. And it's so a we fire bought pit. a few we bought a few things. They email me almost every day. Wait, how is that possible? Because I'm the one that purchased it. I think I must have gotten one of the things. So I did it I did it through my email and they don't email me at all. Well, you're very lucky because they email me often. And it's like, guys, I don't know what to tell you. I got everything I need. I mean, unsubscribe. You only make so many things. Unsubscribe. Well, of co- honey, of course I'll unsubscribe, unsubscribe when I think to do that. Unsubscribe and report spam? No, you don't have to report spam. It's not, to me, it's not so much that I'm... <gasps> cuckoo. Hi, cuckoo. Hi, cuckoo. To me, it's not so much about getting the emails. It's that I can't believe they send so many mm. when it's like, come on. What are you doing? You've got to set some boundaries with them. You're not inventing new things every day. Here's what's funny about the us getting this solo. Here's what y'all need to know about us. This is the irony. The irony about us. One, we're not, we don't like to be outside. <laughs> I don't. 
You like it less than I do. I can I can handle a little, a little more. I think being outside is like fine. <laughs> I just you know, and like people who are like, oh, like you go have lunch with them, and then the and they're and you go in the restaurant, and they're like indoor or outdoor. I'm like, please don't say outdoor. Please don't say outdoor. <laughs> and every time. It's like, oh my god, outdoor, and I'm like, Ugh. I will, I will say at restaurants, I prefer to eat indoors. I don't yeah. really like the outdoor dining experience that much. Why would you? Because very few places, Why would you? very few places make it worthwhile. A lot of times, it's just like we have an outside and we put some tables out there. Um, wait, do you? I want to give you a quote from Peter O'Toole, my favorite mm-hmm. actor, who said once, "I can't stand light. I hate weather." My idea of heaven is moving from one smoke-filled room to another. I think he's after my own heart. Now, you know he's passed on. Yes. And you know that you... I don't know what's happening right now. You texted me one day, oh no, Peter O'Toole died. And I was upset for a second. Because we had both forgotten that he had died like a few years before that. Um, <laughs> it was one of those Twitter things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I made you grieve him a second time. Yeah, but I had already grieved him. I, I knew that he was that dead. Sucks. But I was still like, oh, no. I wrote a fucking thing about it. <laughs> like every <Jesus>. time. <laughs> well, <laughs> don't listen to me. You, but you had such good intentions, honey, because you knew he was my fave. I know he was his fave. Well, and so that reminds me of that bar in New York where you're still allowed to smoke, bar tabac or whatever. Ugh. Where Can you imagine how bad that place stinks? I'm going to make, I have to look up the name because every like, Every eight months or so, I have to text Allie and be like, what's the name of the bar oh, where we can fucking still- place crammed with Fran Lebowitzes. No. There, when I went, it was not Fran Lebowitz's. It was like, you know, a bunch of Gen X assholes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so anyway, okay. So the one thing, so we don't like to be outside too much. Unless it's like the beach or whatever. And then the other thing, or like a national park, like I'm down for that. Mm-hmm. You know, when you've been to like a national park, like your backyard is kind of a joke. Like you're kind of like, oh, well, I've been to a national park. If I'm going to be outside, mm-hmm. I should be in a national park, not out back or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is why I have to take a vitamin D supplement because... It's <laughs> like I had a deficiency because I'm not, and I live in LA. Okay. The second thing you should know about us is we're afraid of fire. <laughs> what? Are we? I thought we we're, were both on the same fire. page with that. We're not on the same page with that. Expand on this. We're afraid of fire. This is not something we've ever discussed. <laughs> we're not like fire people. We're water people. We're we're not people that like to do the work of fire things. 
Well, but we're not. Af- I'm not afraid of fire. I mean, any more than anyone else is. Mm, okay. I'm not Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hiccup. God, you take a break there, I'm cowboy. Okay. I'll, I'll keep going. I'll, I'll work through it. Okay, because we can pause. Uh-huh. <laughs> Go drink some water well, upside this, down in the, the other room. <laughs> the thing is, oh, one time my friend Buddy Fitzpatrick mm-hmm. cured me of hiccups over the phone mm-hmm. by giving me all these complicated. It was this very complicated method. Mm-hmm. Like all these things that I had to do, and it worked. And then he told me afterwards that he was making it all up. Because, okay, I have a theory about that. Mm-hmm. I have a theory about that. There is no cure for hiccups. Mm-hmm. They stop when they stop. You may be in the middle of something trying. Mm-hmm. Okay, because like one time on the, I want to say it was on the Today Show, they had this girl who had like hiccups for like, Three weeks or a month oh, or something. I'll will, I will never forget. And that. the doctors like couldn't help her. So you know, anyone who was telling her like, oh, "Hold your breath" or yeah. "Drink, spin around three times and spit on your hand" or whatever, mm-hmm. like she was probably like, "Fuck!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it's not gonna stop or whatever. Anyway, that's my theory. Even even though every time I get the hiccups and I get them like every day. Mm-hmm. Every day? <laughs> what? Are you serious? I got hiccups like, okay, maybe every other day. I have like a little, you know, minute of hiccups. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I guess it depends on like if I ate too fast or whatever, you know. Right. And um, so I always hold my breath. Because I've heard that gets rid of them. Yeah. And then I'm just hiccuping through held breath. And then they stop. <laughs> That's the worst. I've had that happen too. My hiccups don't last very long, thankfully, knock on wood. That's well, me knocking on wood. Well, I know usually either. I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking about this because I, you know, one of the, the Korean toddler that I follow. And now yes. she has a baby brother named The Ryu. Korean toddler influencer. Ahin. And her, her little brother, Ryu. Mm. Who's who's getting very fat and adorable? Mm. Um, he, you know, he's a newborn, and like when you see, <laughs> there was a video of him, and he had hiccups, and it's so funny how when babies have hiccups, it shakes their entire <laughs> body, <laughs> like their whole frame is like <laughs> jolted by each hiccup. That's funny. It's so funny to me, and they don't that. know what's going on. I get it. I totally get it. They're pretty chill about it. Babies are pretty chill about hiccups. <laughs> they don't care. They don't care. They're like, whatever. It's my body. Someone's going to take <laughs> care of it. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I do. I, look, I'm brand new. Here's what I do know. This is somebody else's problem. <laughs> That's all babies. All right. So maybe you're not afraid of fire. I'm afraid of fire. Um. Oh, but like when Amanda was doing it, she, she was like sticking her damn hand in the solace. She's like, I'm not that scared. That was extreme, yeah. She, and she's like, I'm not afraid of fire. <laughs> and I was like. She really rubbed your face in it. <laughs> no, because she didn't know I was. Right, right, right. She could sense it. I think people who are not afraid of fire. <laughs> <laughs> but we, so we got the stove and like we thought, 
okay, we're going to, because it, we got it like right, was it right before quarantine? No, Christmas happened right in the middle of so quarantine. So it's the middle. It was the Christmas, the quarantine Christmas. Yes. And we thought, well, this is great because we have out, we had been over the, over the summer, we had Leading spent, into the fall. And, yes. Yeah. We had spent time outside. We got a, we got a long table for the backyard so we could distance with people um, in person. And we thought, oh, this will be great when it gets colder. We'll have this. And we never set it up. Well, I think once new, first of all, once New Year's happened, mm-hmm. the numbers were really bad here in the winter. Yes, that's true. And, you know, we had, I think we thought naively we could try to fly to see, you know, my mom or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that was just like fool's gold or <laughs> it was like, <laughs> no, nah, that was not going to happen. So, um, a fool's errand, I should say. Um, and so, the fool's Russian. yeah. And so then after Christmas, it was a little like, and then I don't know if you remember this, but I got pretty sick with like a food poisoning in January and, oh, yeah. and then you did, you also yeah, got a right. little sick. With, that seems like a million years ago. So that laid me up in January. Yeah. <laughs> then February. Look, it just got real depressing around here. <laughs> we weren't exactly phoning up people like, come hang out in our fun backyard. We're going to light a fire and just sit around the fire. It's a fool's paradise. No, it was more like survival mode. Yeah. Like I literally was like, when is this fucking pandemic going to end? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so that was happening. So, but now, I mean, I guess like now we're like getting into fire season and like we're not going to yeah. be able to do it again until yeah. the fall. Yeah, yeah. Although people do it around, people light fires around here. Yes, when they're not supposed to, but yes. smell it. Like on no burn days. Yeah. And I'm like, y'all are not, y'all are being part of the problem. Anyway, so that's our podcast. This is our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This is quite a week. This was a week. I'm trying to remember what happened this week. Well, there was big news. There was big news. They there was uh, this cop on was on trial. Oh Jesus! Yes, uh, for murdering George Floyd and Derek Chauvin was on trial, and they found them guilty on all three charges and that was uh that was like stressful Mm -hmm. you know yeah that was stressful because it was like are they gonna like fuck this up yes and what made it worse is that uh after for like one second you were glad okay you got convicted and then there were very quickly like three more cops cop 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 shootings, well, incidents where cops killed black people, like right in a row. Yeah, you know, I have to say, I'm, I have, I probably shouldn't be saying this on the podcast, but I have a, um, I have a weird feeling about it now. Mm-hmm. Like it almost feels like there's some plan. Like the cops are showing us who's boss, like yeah. that kind of thing. Like it's I mean, retaliation. Yeah, I, 
I don't entirely disagree with that. I know that there were, after that verdict, uh, cops were just like in helicopters flying very low. That happened here. I think in Columbus, they, that, that night, like after that, uh, teenager got shot in Columbus. Oh, and I had a theory about that guy too. They, I saw this that they, helicopter, a helicopter was flying around in this pattern so that his flight path spelled out the initial CPD. Somebody at the, at, at the scene, like where it was, where it was uh, taped off, said blue lives matter. You know, a I cop said that. It's to, like there's to people like that some were, like scary gang that's taken over America is how it feels. You mean the police? Yes, that's <laughs> yeah. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, the guy that killed the teenager in Columbus without trying to de-escalate the situation, mm-hmm. um, apparently is ex-military. And I just watched this whole documentary about the insurrection on PBS. Yeah. And I highly recommend it. It's a frontline, guys. It's mm-hmm. a frontline. It's frontline, guys. But they did it in conjunction with ProPublica, and, and the that guy's reporting was like amazing. Oh, we talked about this last week because he did the really quiet voiceover. Oh, yeah, he did the quiet voiceover. Anyway, what, one of the conclusions that they found was how many military and ex-military were part of um, the insurrection. The insurrection. Yeah. And so I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I don't know for sure the situation in Columbus. I haven't been following it that closely, you know, but that obviously raises a red flag yeah. where we are right now. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, it was awful. It's awful like to feel... It's awful to feel even like relief and 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 joy, I guess, not the right word, but like of someone who's going to prison for life when he didn't have to make the decisions he did and e- to mm-hmm. even get to that place. Yeah. And someone's dead. So yeah. that family will never have their loved one yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. So it's just a weird I don't know. The justice system is weird and barbaric and mm-hmm. somehow like it's I don't know. I don't have a stomach for it sometimes. It's the, the justice, our justice system is like a thing that like like most things, like like our government, mm-hmm. it's a thing that works on paper. Like you look at it and you're like, oh, here's checks and balances, and this is, you know, presumed innocent and uh, until proven guilty, you know, and all this stuff. But it does not in in practice, it does not take into account human beings doing what human beings do. Um and prejudices and fears and all that stuff. Well, the thing that bothers me about it is that we 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 look at like a punishment as some sort of deterrent as in as mm-hmm. opposed to trying to prevent you know through mental health outreach or you know addiction program whatever it is education honestly, you yeah. know all the things that can curb um crime. Mhm. You know, it's like if you want to curb crime, you have to, you should nip it in the bud before, instead of just making everything criminal. Well, yes, but I mean, that is part of how the system works is that the, you know, you know, capitalism forces, capitalism is a, is a white supremacist construct, you know, Mm -hmm. and it forces certain people to be. Uh, outside the system, it's much harder for, for them to break through that system and make money. There are communities that are 
you know, walled off and forgotten about. And then we blame the communities for their problems. Um, and you know, it's like the only way for things to get, for things to get better is not to reform the system that it is, but that, that exists, but to dismantle that system and replace it with something better. A lot of it is, um, like the, those communities were created like through like redlining and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. And like, did you know that there's this community in Long Beach that, um, they're going to, that they, cause, oh, so I guess I didn't know this, but like Orange County, which is the county, a lot of people don't know maybe that it's the county, um, that neighbors Los Angeles and yeah. it contains a lot of beach communities and it's sort of like, Oh, I guess some people know cause there was, wasn't there like some CW show called the OC and there was about like rich. Well, there people. was the OC, but there's also the real housewives of orange County. Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. So I didn't watch any of that stuff. I right. didn't watch real housewives and I right. didn't watch OC, but, Neither did I, honey. <laughs> but I guess the thing is you guys probably know that orange County is like this hoity toity rich place. Very conservative. And I, but apparently it's like really racist and has like a terribly racist past, like with clan and stuff. Yeah. And I didn't know that because I don't, I don't, I've only been to Orange County, I think a few times. Um, and, but there is this, um, there was a black family owned beach resort. Oh yeah. I just heard. Yeah. In yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. kind of, I want to say it was in Long Beach and that, racist place ran them out of mm-hmm. town. Yeah. And then I guess somehow the city took over the property, like took over their beach resort property. And it's like a lot of land. And the, and now Los An- the city of Los Angeles is returning it. So worth like 70 something million dollars. The city of Los Angeles? Wasn't Orange County... Oh, or the state, maybe. Is it the state of California? Yeah. Or maybe it is Orange County itself has decided. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's some, like, people. Right. I don't know who decided it. Somebody is deciding it. (laughs) Here's what we know. It (laughs) has been decided by someone. And they are I only read the headline. (laughs) I mean, I think I read a little more than the headline, (laughs) but there was a lot of news this week. Yeah. And so... How about it? Yeah. And so it was like... Also, like, I didn't know about it at all. So it was all new information. Because mm-hmm. I didn't know about it at all. Mm-hmm. And then, anyway, I thought that was like... I feel like that sets um, a good example. Uh, yeah, I mean... Even though, like, we're living on native yeah. <laughs> land that we've stolen. So, but, you know, hopefully... <laughs> it'll set a good example for that, too. <laughs> Let's take a break. Is it already that time? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. started like five minutes ago. I, doesn't it feel like that, honey? That's when it's going really good. Are you sure about that? Yeah, I am sure. I'm watching the time. Okay. Oh, hi. Bar- oh, hi. Hey, bartender. <laughs> yeah? I'll have the usual. The usual coming right up. Oh, <laughs> this episode of Stay of Homekins is brought to you by Usual Wines. Usual wines are for the modern drinker. <laughs> Don't be an old stodgy drinker. Yeah. Come into 2021 and get yourself some usual wine. Yeah, have a home bartender. 
And, and ask for the and usual. Ask for the usual. Here's what's unique about usual wines. It doesn't come in a big old wine bottle, like Stupid. the regular dumb ass wine bottles. Oh, I hate them. They come in an individual bottle that's 6.3 ounces. It's a heavy pour, about a glass and a half of wine. So no more pouring wine, you know, out in the yard. When you're like, this wine's going to turn into vinegar. So many times we go out in the yard, we have to pour wine. In or we glass. have to like have like some weird pretend mass <laughs> when you don't want to finish that bottle. The single serve format and bottle design is unique and beautiful. Usual is always fresh. So no more flat, bubbly or stale rosé. They're low carb and has zero grams of sugar. What? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they have a red blend, a rosé, a sparkling white called Brute. They also have usual spritz, which is a 8.5 ABV low alcohol, low calorie wine spritzer, which I wish I had right now instead of this dumbass off-brand weekend water I'm drinking right now. I mean, like I like, I wish I liked White Claw, but it's for kids. No, but this, Mm -hmm. this one is like White Claw for grownups. I'm one of those. And each serving only has 83 calories. So please go to www.usualwines.com and use my discount code STAYFHOMEKINS for $8 off your first order and try your first, dare I say, bottle on us. That's worldwideweb.usualwines.com. Discount code STAYFHOMEKINS. Hey, folks, is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? I'll say. Right? I know that feeling very well. (laughs) BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is a professional. It is professional counseling done securely online. And there is a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide and Mm. everyone in the world needs help. Let me tell you something. You can log into your account anytime, send a message to your counselor. You get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. Sitting there hoping you don't run into somebody that you know. By the way, it's happened to me before. It's happened to me before, too. And you know what? Now that we do everything online, it's just more convenient. And if you can talk to someone within 48 hours, that's better than finding a regular therapist IRL because... It could take weeks. That's right. And BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Look, I've I've been in therapy. I'm in therapy. You're in therapy right now. I'm probably going to go back. Therapy is a great thing. And I think it, we should normalize therapy because, we should. and also like, I think the, um, surgeon general just, I just retweeted him. He was talking about how, uh, we all need help and it's, there's nothing to be ashamed of. <laughs> no kidding, Serge. <laughs> Thanks, so there you go. Serge. Uh, better help wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website, read the testimonials that are posted daily. Visit betterhelp.com slash homekins. That is better H E L P and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. <laughs> 
Special offer for Stay F Homkins listeners. Get 10% off your first first month, first month. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash Homkins. That's betterhelp.com slash Homkins. Hey, get, get some, some help. help. Are you a fan of shows? Yes. Like oh, The Office? Before. Yes. Or Parks and Rec? Yes. Or what about Community? Yes. What I like about them is that they all involve workplaces. Oh, well, guess what? What? There's a brand new comedy podcast for your listening pleasure called Workplace Comedy Podcast. Wait a minute. I know all about that podcast. This is created by my old friend, Emmy Laybourne. We've been friends for a million years. She's a hilarious performer. And re- remind people how you know Emmy Laybourne. Well, we work together on the sitcom DAG. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, let people applaud. Okay. And we're back. And we're back. So, Emmy Laybourne and Tracy Villar host Workplace Comedy Podcast, which is a new improv podcast set in a fictional water bottling company called Sterling Waters. There are amazing guests. I guess you already know, like Paul. Right. Like Sh- Sean Conroy, Adam Felber, Carl Tart, Lauren Tom. You all know Emmy also outside of DAG. Uh, uh, from her role as Mary Catherine Gallagher's BFF in the movie Superstar. That's right. And you probably know Tracy Villar from her ton of TV and film, including the Steve Harvey show. He's from West Virginia. Do the right thing and the upcoming Netflix show made. So please subscribe, leave them a positive review, give them five stars, share it with your friends, get into the comedy podcast vibe. Listen, check it out. I had so much fun doing this show. And it's such a great collection of people. Um, Workplace comedy podcast. Check it out, gang. And subscribe and review. We're back, guys. We're back, y'all. Oh, my God. That was so fun having a word from our sponsors. Can I talk about Rutherford Falls? Oh. Speaking of Native Americans. Oh. Um, the show, I talked about working on the show oh, um, what seems like a million years ago. Yes, because you did work on it during the pandemic. Yes, yes, yes. it was yes. kind of scary. It was a very strange but wonderful experience. And we're finally watching the show. Well, it's a new NBC Peacock comedy. Yes, it's a Peacock original. It's a half so hour. So it's a streamer. Half hour comedy starring Ed Helms. Yes. So if you have Peacock, um, I think you can sign up. There's different levels for Peacock, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And but, it dropped all at once uh, this week. Exactly. Yeah. And so we've been watching it. It's so it's funny. It's really good. Great It's cast. so funny. It's Ed Helms and Jenna Schmielding. Schmied, Schmied, Schmiedling is his co-star on the show. And she is so she's funny. She's adorable. She's, she is like... I love her. She's so funny and she's just lovable. Yeah. Like, it's such a great character. She's such a great performer. Um, But the ensemble, like, there's so many great people on this show. And it's really... And also, Paul's part is really... I don't want to spoil it because I (laughs) might have spoiled it for someone on a text thread and I didn't mean to. I'm in the second episode and then I'm in another episode later on and I don't want to... I don't want to tell you which one because I am a surprise... In that episode. Uh, and also, it's the first um, Native American showrunner That's in right. the history of... Is that true? Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Like, there's a it's, a... it's a lot of firsts. And it's... It's, it's great. Uh, it's exciting to watch because it's like... Like, knowing that not only are all of these people 
you know, getting to work a regular gig on a thing where they would previously, like, if they were lucky, they would get a series regular. But to have all of these native people at the same time in the show, it's like you're really, you can't help but be struck by it while you're watching. Yeah. It's like, wow, this is the most... Visibility. <laughs> this is the most I've ever, the most but native con- citizens I've ever seen in one place. In, unless, like, unless it was like some historical, yeah. like, fucking drama dances with wolves or, or something. Or bury shit. my heart. Yeah. At yeah, yeah. Knee. But it's so, and it's, but it's really funny. Which is really it's really, good. really funny. And um, I'm really enjoying seeing it all put together. And I'm so happy for all the. But also, Paul is hilarious. I'm sorry, but he was. <laughs> that, you know what? For I will say that I was. You were playing Please, a, a character I, I was, that was very much in my something wheelhouse. that you had a grasp yeah. on. But I was very pleased with my performance, which is not something I say a lot. Um, but the writing was good for you, too. The writing was great, and they let me ad-lib as well. Like, they asked me to, and I was that like... Was I was very pleased that you can't tell when I'm saying something Yeah, because I would be like, I'm, did you make that one up? Yeah. Did you make that one up? <laughs> but then you never remember. You're always like, I think I did. This one was a more recent, so I remembered a lot of them. I remember the stuff that I came up with. <laughs> but it was it was, it was was a blast, and I'm so glad to see yeah, the show. Yeah, definitely so I, check it out. So check it out. Yeah, for sure. I just want to say, I think on the uh, on the last podcast, um, we were talking about like boycotts or whatever, and I felt very... Um, Shall I say validated when uh because Stacey Abrams was like, Don't don't leave Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, y'all. Yeah. People have jobs there. Like the industry, people who work in that industry should not be punished. Yeah. There should be another way around this voting. Anyway. Yes. I just have I, to say it, that because I did, you know, hear from people. Yeah. Boycotts are really they're really tricky and it's like they're 100% tricky because yeah. first of all you're going against some crazy giant yes you know yeah like delta or whatever you know yeah were, who were we mad at JetBlue cuz they gave money to somebody yeah. i don't even remember well and there's always amazon oh right amazon you know. Okay, so anyway, I wanted to say, I want to talk about something that was interesting to me in a weird way. <laughs> was um so every we get all kinds of awesome listener mail. A lot of people just and they're very um they're very intimate with us and and they you know, say their feelings. A lot of dick pics. <laughs> that's not what I meant. They're vulnerable <laughs> is what I meant to say. Yes. And um and that's and I think it's beautiful and lovely and it I is. appreciate all of the all of the um, engagement. I did. I got an email or I, we, we, the show, the show got an email from a performer couple. I think, what? In, I think in Chicago <laughs> and they were like, this is a long shot, but like, I just want your advice on how do you get an agent? Like we've been trying, we've been toiling away, you know, and I was like, I have like so much to say about this. I cannot <laughs> write 10 pages. So I was like, I might just like, just quickly, I don't want to like dominate the whole podcast, but quickly share my experience with that. Because I think what resonated with me with the, with the email was I was, I was this couple. Mm-hmm. I was this couple for 10 years. For 10 years, I could not get representation i mean i just like i couldn't like it was i mean don't you think it was crazy 
Yeah, it was a long time. I mean, but like everybody around me, I know, yeah, had representation. Yeah, and I like I could not get arrested. I could not get arrested, and I was like, I got to like a place where I was like. I'm, and I will say, and I'll give I'll give props. I did get I had commercial representation, and I I don't count that as much. That's a lot easier to get represented commercially than theatrically. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, if you're not in the industry, like it's it is so hard to get opportunities for jobs unless you have representation. Like it's just like a gatekeeping yeah. thing. And, and like, I couldn't get it in New York. I I say 10 years in LA, but there were two years prior to LA in New York city where I could not get representation. Right. So 12 years, probably I was like 12 years out of drama school before I signed with anyone. And it was so, Like, it really was hard for my worthy, like, self-worth. Yeah. Because so much of this industry is mindset. And if you can conquer that, then you can make it, I think. I mean, that really is... And I haven't even made it, so... It's (laughs) really the, the... Well, I mean, it's like... I think you making make it, making it really is surviving. Making you know? it is like not letting it beat you down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like if it doesn't beat you down, and it does every now and then. Yeah, like because it's way more rejection than acceptance. It's one hundred. Yes, yes. And then you get to a place. I mean, like I got to a place when everyone around, and I want you to feel free to chime in on this yeah, conversation absolutely. because you lived through like a lot of my journey with I that yeah. like my journey and like at one point like i was like can't you just ask your agent paul if there's some junior guy over there or girl or mm-hmm. gal or somebody's cousin something like and 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 your agent who's still your agent mm-hmm. and he's someone i used to wait tables on <laughs> like at the comedy club i used to work you mm-hmm. know it was like no mm-hmm. he basically was like no yeah <laughs> i was like okay so um so it was humiliating because it was like, wow, you can't even like hook me up with some like ju- like a coffee with somebody. Right. So I got to like a place where, um, first of all, you have to be willing to ask your colleague friends if they're if they know anyone. Yeah. And that's humiliating. Mm-hmm. I went through so many of those periods yeah. of like. You know, do you, is your person taking anyone on? Like, who do you know at your agency that might, you know, anything, anything like constant, constant. And then I had like other friends who search for agents. And, um, I actually in New York, um, this one actress that I was taking class with, who's now like an award nominated writer on like dead, dead to me or whatever. Um, she, she sat me down once and gave me advice when I was looking for an agent and she was like, you have to go about it like 
It's a business. Mm-hmm. Like go to the drama bookstore, pull, pull up, go, buy all the books of all the agencies, do as much, you know, you have to join IMDb Pro. I'm sorry, but you, at least in LA, <laughs> right. in New York, you have to join IMDb Pro because then you have to start looking like who represents whom and where you, who, who you know, whose careers do you want to mirror? And then you have to start like a spreadsheet or a running list of like, you know, well, this person's manager is, you know, and if you get a manager, that's good too, because they can introduce you to agent. This is a very boring conversation, I think, probably for a lot of our <laughs> listeners. Um, that's why I'm hoping like you'll chime I, in. I some. hope that some people who are, have nothing to do with this industry will find it kind of interesting on some level. <laughs> and, and then you have to start. But I don't blame anyone. If and they now don't. that we're like after the pandemic, because this is all my advice for pre-pandemic, you have to start setting coffees. You just have mm. to start setting coffees with everyone you know and being like, who do you know? Like, you know, I, you know, please put the word out. Like, keep your ears open. I'm looking to meet with anyone. I'm willing to meet with anyone, you know, and... And listen, I, and like there were times I was going after the same manager. I've I've probably gone after like several managers in this biz a few times, mm-hmm. and they were like, "No," mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm still friendly with them. Like I might yeah. be friends with them on Facebook or whatever, you know, but just wasn't in the cards or it wasn't a match. And then after, I swear to God, it was like ten years to the day, ten years to the day that I moved here. And I ended up signing with a with an agent mm-hmm. here, and not one year later, the agency folded because the guy was embezzling money from his clients. Oh, that's right. And yeah. you know, and 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 uh, and I don't know if you remember, it was like this this lovely British woman, Susie. Yeah. And I'm still friends with her on Facebook. We had dinner with yeah, her and her yeah yeah and her boyfriend and now husband. Um, and I don't think she's in the industry anymore because I think that it was very traumatic. Oh, shit. <laughs> Cracking a second this one. Thing is, by the way, this thing's called Summer Water. Summer Water. It's called Summer Water by Long Beach something. Lo- the Long Beach Beer Lab. Well, I believe in science, so I'm glad they made this. Yeah, this is not some type of... Oh, it's like a can... little rat chilling out in a hot tub, but he's also <laughs> got a snorkel on. Oh no, he's in an inner tube. He's trying to be some stay of homekins merch at at kinshipgoods.com. Yeah, what the fuck? These people are ripping us off. <laughs> this thing, I don't know about this. I'm I'll waiting see for you in court I can't wait water. for the Topo Chico, is all I have to say. All right, so anyway, so <laughs> so this guy, Peter Strain, you can look it up. He had a bi coastal agency. And uh he like stole all this money from his clients. And the agency and he was being like he was being like um, investigated by the feds. It was a federal Jesus. investigation. It was a federal investigation because he was buying like jewels and mm. I don't know, like art instead, like so that it wasn't going into like a tax. Yeah. Like, like, you know, like what I do. And they, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they threw the book at him and then the place and it, you know, and I, luckily you know, I didn't make a dime that year, so <laughs> he couldn't steal from me. I mean, I was new, you know, and I was just like, I was so crazy about trying to get into rooms. Mm-hmm. Like I was, in a way, it was actually, now that I'm looking back on it, I can look back on it now as like, at the time it was so painful for me. Like I was suffering so much mm-hmm. and and grappling with my self-worth so much during that period in my life. Yeah. Um that it was very painful, but now I can look back on it as like this boot camp Mm -hmm. because I 
I've got the hustle. Like I, I did it. Like I built that. that is mu- absolutely true. Like I built that muscle. Like I, I've, I know the how, hustle muscle. I've got the hustle muscle. I know I've like finessed in my emails and you know. <laughs> query emails or who who's who or who I need to pay attention to. Like I Google names like crazy on, on any opportunity I get, you know, I just like, I have it all in a, not a file, but like, you know what I think the secret is? And I, because I think that I I agree with all of your advice. Yes. I would just say that. I just poured. (laughs) Sorry. I I I just baptized myself. (laughs) I baptized myself. All right. Yeah. I would say that the, the secret to not the secret, but what you, what, what is going to help you in the long run Mm -hmm. is to not necessarily be aggressive, but to, to cast a wide net. Yes. So you don't want to, you don't want to push anybody that you, you wouldn't normally be able to push in your normal life. Like if you have actor friends that you are close with, you can say, Hey, can you try to get me a meeting with this person? Or can you put in a word for me or whatever? Someone just did that with me this year. Like a friend of mine, this really funny actor, um, I worked with, um, he was looking for a voiceover agent Mm -hmm. and he was like, I see you're with, you know, a three or whatever. Do you mind? I just booked this gig, you know, and he, you know, and it was, that made it easy for me to say, Oh, this is my friend. And he just booked this voiceover gig and he's unrepresented, you know? Yeah. And, 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 and my agents were like, we're not looking for anyone, but feel free to send his stuff. Now the good news is he actually landed somewhere, but it wasn't mm-hmm. through me, but it didn't bother me to, to just shoot an email with his information. Right. Because on the, I mean, honestly, it's their job. Yeah. It's their job to be like, to be open and listening. And, you know, even if it's someone that they don't want to represent, like maybe this year, you know, yeah. they might need, you know, add people next year. So yeah. it, it's just a business. And like, I had so many rejections. Like I had so, I had, I can't even tell you how many reje- rejections I had. Like mm-hmm. I, and how many, and meetings, like I would go on, yeah. I had a meeting when that place folded, the Peter Strain place. I ended up getting a meeting and at, in the meeting, they, wanted to know they the I realized in the meeting the only reason I got the meeting was because they wanted to know what I knew about Peter Strain. Like they wow. wanted the dirt. And I didn't I'd never met the guy because I came in through a different agent. Wow. There. And and of course they didn't represent me. Mm-hmm. But I mean you know, that like that was a day where I got myself like camera ready with my hair and mm-hmm. makeup and drove around and all my resume and headshots in my hand and my little spiel and everything. Like honestly thinking like I might walk away having made, you know, a match. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. and it and it and it was a waste of my time. Yeah. It was like a waste. I mean, that's just one I'm giving you one example out of like so many. Yeah. Like so many. And I don't know. I mean, I just, I ended up the, like I'm with my current agent now. Who's like literally my, like everything. <laughs> like she's <laughs> like, I like love her on, on, on a level that's not even funny. Like I just love her as a <laughs> so, <sorry sound> concerning. <laughs> I love her as a human being yeah. before I love her as an yeah, agent, yeah, yeah. but she's got the hustle muscle mm-hmm. and I know like, and I still haven't, you know, Got her. I mean, we're in this to, we're in it to win it. Yeah. And one of the things like I learned, like 
when you go in and you start talking about yourself and you know, you have to take charge of those meetings. Like you have to be like, you know, I'm looking for someone. I want my, I want the next person I work with as an agent or manager to be the last, Yeah, you know, and I'm looking for longevity in this business instead of, you know, just a flame out. Mm -hmm. And, and, and that's an, you know, that's, you just got to like, I don't know. I also think probably looking for an agent this past year during the pandemic was pretty impossible. Yeah. Because I, the whole time I was waiting for all of my reps to be laid off or furloughed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I was like, how are they going to get through this? Like I really did. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, it just was the late, it was just the landscape. Mm -hmm. There were so many layoffs last year and the, like there were so many layoffs. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, honestly, I don't even know what the deal is like if they still own office space or rent office space. I mean, they've all been working from home from home and right before, like, so my agent that I ended up with, I actually ended up with her because I had been reaching out. Mm -hmm. I'd been reaching out to everyone I knew from all the contacts I made in the industry for being here for 15 years. Mm -hmm. And I just happened to know this really nice comedy manager just through the world of y'all, mm-hmm. you know, and he said, he said, let me, let me think, let me think for you. And he, he knew of like a, an agent at this smaller place that was sort of like newer and he liked her and mm-hmm. he made, he made the introduction and it was just a favor. Like yeah. he wasn't even my manager. He's just somebody that like I'll forever be grateful yeah. for. And in my imagined like Emmy speeches, I thank him, Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. because, you know, my fantasy Emmy. Emmy no, I Emmy. overhear you practicing. <laughs> but I, I think it's just a matter of like, you've got to go about it with the same kind, you know, the same kind of, it's like finding a, it's like finding a job or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and and you just got to be like, when someone says no, just be like, great, on to the next. And and keep track of everything. Yeah. And when they say, I'm not looking right now, just check back in a few few months. Like, definitely check back in a few months. Yeah. Like, don't, don't let up. And whenever you're doing stuff, you have to be like, oh, I just, you know, I just uploaded a funny web, web series. I know mm-hmm. you're like agreeing with me, but I feel like, is there anything else you want to add? Your career went so differently than mine. I think that's why. It's a little easier with, with. Stand up, I think, because stand up is a it's a it's a different art form. It's like it's easily digestible. It's a solo thing, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. As opposed to come see me be a part of this larger thing. Yes, you know. Oh my god, I invite people to plays I was in yeah. that even my friends wouldn't come see. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So, and then I learned that heartache when I got into improv. <laughs> Um, improv is, is yeah, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. But it's so for me, yeah, I was able to get seen by people who made it their business to go see people doing yes. stand up. Yeah. Know? They'd go to the comedy festivals yeah. like, you know, in, in, in Aspen or Montreal yeah, exactly. or in Austin exactly. or, or, or yeah. you know, and they were looking, yeah, I got a manager from the Aspen comedy festival one year Yeah, uh, because, because Dana Gould recommended me like said, to his manager, like you should check this guy out, you know? Yeah. So my experience is different. You know, yeah. I would say that, um, but I will say that just from, from, uh, you know, a general sort of business note is, um, 
you know, build, build a network and don't be, don't be pushy because it's weird when people, I've had people that are like, Hey man, you said you were going to talk to your whoever. And, and it's like, yeah, I, I, you know, whatever I, I'm getting to it, you know? And I, also like when you're making connections, that's another thing is like, don't, don't ask, don't ask for things like, like reach out and connect and be like, I just want to let people know I'm up to this. I, you know, I did this short film. Mm-hmm. It's here. Thanks for listening or thanks for playing yeah. or whatever. And then you can be like, Hey, you know, my short film got, you know, a lot of views on Vimeo. Um, I am looking for someone and I'm putting out feelers. If you mm-hmm. know, Vine- you know, it doesn't have to be like, will you introduce me specifically to yeah. your agent? I would also say like, while you're trying to make that happen, keep busy, keep doing things. And either if, if you are, if you are a creator, Keep creating things. If you are not a creator, if you're just a performer, you know, get hooked up with people who create things, who are, who are like the, the, the people who are at your same level, who are looking to, to do stuff, you and know. And this couple, I think that, that reached out, they, they do do stuff, yeah. you know, and that's what, there is a level of frustration, I think, there. Absolutely. But also, by the way, another thing I would do as a, just as an actor, this is not like a stand up thing as much, mm-hmm. but, um, I, since I didn't have anyone representing me, I was like a shark about getting auditions. Like I would go on, <laughs> I like I would I would go on, like on like Showfacts where the sides were posted for new projects. <laughs> like if I saw something in Deadline or you know, like I would get the breakdowns through. I don't know how I used to get them, but I used to get the breakdowns like through all these networks of actors out here before they cracked down on that. Where (laughs) we're all like, you know, spending like $12 a month together. Like like, somebody had one login and then everyone was using it. (laughs) And I basically like, I would drive like my $12 in cash to this like post box, like down on, you know, on Mm -hmm. like Melrose or whatever and like put the cash in the box, you know, because it was like, it was like covert because the guy who runs the thing is like apparently crazy but like um so i would get the breakdowns and i'd find the sides and then i would tape myself for stuff and then or i would like try to find like the casting or or, or you know or i would just like drive to the casting offices and mm-hmm. and submit like my headshot and resume and their and their drop boxes yeah and you know and i would like talk myself into lots like mm-hmm. i would drive to like Gower, Paramount. I mean, I can't tell you like how many times I, don't I would think you dry- can do that anymore, though. <laughs> no, you can. You can really if because they know your actor. You're there with your little headshot and yeah, your yeah, and everything, yeah. and they're like, "Where's the casting? Like, I want to take this to casting." Blah blah blah. And they're mm. like, "Oh, there's like a box outside of this door okay. or whatever." Right. Like, they'll let you do it. And um, I, I just would if like, you're cute. <laughs> well, I think there's like so <laughs> many actors that are doing it. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of cute actors. I would just like take like my days. I would spend trying to get auditions for stuff, and then I would do casting workshops. That's yeah. another thing that happens here in LA that I don't mm-hmm. th- know if it happens in Chicago. Right. I bet it does. But like you sign up for these workshops. There's so much stuff happening there all the time. Yeah. Yeah, and there and the casting directors like run them. I mean, that's how I met like half of my actor friends in LA. Yeah. Oh my god, it's cuckoo again. Cuckoo saying, stop talking about this. But like, then I'll meet like other actors and I'll be like, oh, and, and then, and I swear to God, there's always like three actors that are like, I've gotten, I got my, an under five from that casting workshop. I never got an, even an audition from a casting. <laughs> right. I never got an audition from a casting workshop. I've never been booked off of tape. And mm-hmm. I took me over 10 years to get 
a theatrical agent. Right, right, right. And all I did was just like hustle like crazy. Yeah. And and I and I was depressed. I mean, like, and you can attest to this. Like, I I thought I was like a loser. I know. It really fucks with your self-esteem. I self thought esteem. I was a loser. It really fucks with your self-esteem. And then I found the right person and I was like, oh, it has nothing to do with that. And then I'd be yeah. like, why does so-and-so have some fucking agent? They suck. <laughs> <laughs> you just get like weirdly. That's still true though. Compare, compare. <laughs> well, it is. It is. <laughs> it is true. But I mean, everyone has their own journey and, and like you have to find the right people. And part of it is it's weirdly like dating, like putting yourself out there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Well, I anyway. That's my we little hope that, that helps. You know, I just wanted to like talk about that because I I was like, oh, I I actually have a lot to say about this mindset mm -hmm. because it is all mindset. Yeah, and maybe everything is mindset. It kind of is. Well, that sucks because this year has done a doozy on mindset. I know, man. I know for everybody. I got to get back in that game, that mindset game. You got to work out that hustle muscle again. <laughs> Not just the hustle muscle, just like the whole like, you know, rejection onto the next, rejection yeah, onto the next. Absolutely. You know, yeah. because like right now I'm like, I'll never get this part. Like, you know, like you taped me for something this week and I was like, I'm not going to get this, mm -hmm. but I want it. We both always say that. But I want it. Like I want this yeah. job like yeah, yeah, really yeah. bad. And so I don't know. I've been trying to conjure the, I've been trying to conjure it. Like every time I'm like, give me, send me an email, send me an email with a call back, <laughs> you know? <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. You just like, you just kind of have to like build this weird rejection muscle. Yeah. Two muscles you need. Hustle muscle, rejection muscle. <laughs> They're in very different parts of the body. So don't cripple yourself. The hustle muscle is like a muscular muscle. The rejection muscle is more like a callus muscle, like a like a callus muscle. <laughs> I don't know. Like like it's for it's for defense, not offense. Like it's when you're like punch me in the stomach. That's the rejection it's muscle. It's the hustle muscle, and it's the regalis. <laughs> regalis. The rejection callus. The regalis. No, yeah, the rejection. Callous is like when you're like punch me in the stomach and you tense your stomach. But you have to be ready. You can't do a Houdini on somebody and just go but, up and punch them. But the hustle muscle is more like, hey, yeah. And you're going through like 12, you're going through like 12 like boards. That's right. With your, with your karate chop. That's right. That's the hustle muscle. Exactly. Yeah. All right. We should wrap it up. Do you have recommendations? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This week. Mm-hmm. Paul and I have discovered That's right. Dairy Girls. I know. We're probably the last people to this party. I, we are because my mom was like, I just watched Dairy Girls a second time. And I was like, what? I, I, tried, I was thinking of watching that. And she's like, you haven't seen Dairy Girls? <laughs> like she couldn't even believe it. And then she was like, okay, you need to watch Dairy Girls and I want to know which Dairy Girl you are. <laughs> Your mom gave you a quiz, an internet quiz. Which day, and then I asked Paul, I was like, which dairy girl are you? And he didn't he didn't know. I still don't know. Who's your favorite dairy girl? I think Aaron is my favorite. Michelle's my favorite. <laughs> I like Michelle because she's like she's like, here's what we're gonna do. Mm -hmm. Like every time. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I get that. 
We're they're good. also great, though. They're all the best. They're also great. I love Sister Mich- Sister Michael and the parents, and <laughs> I. It, it's just a a really wonderful show, and I feel, I like, the I feel like everyone has already seen the this. writing is so good. Yeah. I, I don't know. There's going to be people out there who haven't that are going to appreciate this recommendation. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. I will say this. Go ahead and turn on the subtitles. <laughs> yeah, the accents, the accents are wild. Are very th- but also there's a lot of slang. So yeah, there were like true, words too. I'd never heard of that's before true, that they're saying like, oh, it's a crack. I saw or a couple a crack? subtitles. I was like, what? I saw a couple subtitles <laughs> that I knew because I'm I'm better with you, better than you yes. with UK accents. Yes, you are. And there were a couple subtitles. I'm like, that's not what she said. It didn't really? happen. It did not happen often. It did not happen often, <laughs> and I was trying to make myself not look at the subtitles and just look at the actors. Mm-hmm. But it's fucking. It's hard. It's hard. The accents are really. Thick. I loved the writing of Dairy Girls. I thought it was like kind of brilliant. Yeah, to be honest, it's, it's a terrific show. It's a terrific show. I was stunned at how old all of the actors were. Oh, yeah. Then we looked up all the actors that were playing the teenagers, and I was like, "You're never gonna guess how old Aaron is." Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. They're mostly in their late 20s? They're mostly in their late 20s. I think there were like a couple that were in their early 30s. Yeah. It's it's just bananas. They just like sell it, the performance so well with yeah. their energy and their physicality. You pointed out the physicality. Like they walk like they are young. Like they move like they are young people. It's really... They move fast. Yeah. They move and talk fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, shit, that's like... High, it's high energy performances. Yeah. It's, it's high energy performances. I, it's so good. I'm so glad we started to watch it. And now we're all caught up and And there's that's a third sad. season coming out. I know. We got to wait. We got to wait like everybody else. That's my recommendation. So I think What's that's yours? mine too. I might have another one, but I can't think of it right now. This has been a long week and I'm tired. Well, in a weird way, you did recommend Rutherford Falls. Yes. Yes. I would reiterate Even that for sure. Even though you were plugging it because yes. you're in it. But you also were genuinely but listen, recommending. I'm not in it more than I'm in it, and it's a good show. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you guys, this is a tough week for us. Oh, uh, wait. I will say, this is another America. plug. Yeah. We're doing a Thrilling Adventure Hour show tomorrow. This is Friday as of this recording. And tomorrow, Saturday, uh, the April, t- 24th, April 24th, our anniversary. Our 11th. Our 11th anniversary. anniversary. Um, we're doing scheduled a show, I guess. We're do- we're doing- First time hearing of it. <laughs> We're doing a um a thrilling adventure hour show, all new material, uh five PM Pacific. Um, and you can get tickets at paulftompkins.com slash live. Is that www.paulftompkins.com Yes, World Wide Web slash live dot Paul F. Tompkins slash live slash live? Yeah. Forward slash live. <laughs> Not forward slash. Backward slash. Backslash. Backslash. HTTP, wait, sorry. www.http colon. No, it's HTTP colon. Is it HTTP? Then the HTTP colon backslash backslash www.paulftompkins.com backslash live. Great. Check it out, guys. Will it be available after the live? It will be available for one week after streaming live. Well, there you go. Now you have stuff to do, you guys. You have stuff to watch. We didn't give you anything to read or listen to because we're that lazy. Don't read. Don't listen. (laughs) 
Well, we did give you something to listen to in our sponsors. So oh, wait. Work, I'm also, common. speaking of listening, I'm in an audio book, an audible series. <gasps> what? Oh, where I don't have the info. Shit. Why don't you just repost it on our Instagram, which is at Stay of Home, Ken? No, I've been remiss in the Instagrams. Uh, let me tell you something. Here's yeah, why. Paul has fallen off his Here's why. I duties. do it for our show and I do it for Freedom. That's and a the lot. problem is, is that listening, it's hard to listen back to the show because it's 50% me. <laughs> Freedom, at least, I'm only a third of it. Well, I will say this. I felt like I talked the entire second half and you were just That's nodding true. at me. That's true. I could probably skip the second half. And I thought you might <laughs> add some asides or something. I added some asides. <laughs> you were on a roll. What was I supposed to do? You had know. things to say. I'll say good luck to people who are looking for representation in yes. this industry because we I, all know how important it is due to <laughs> thanks to <laughs> what's your fucking name? Who? Oh God, no bad lad. What's your name? Frances McDormand. Frances McDormand, wherever she went, went over the SAG Awards. <laughs> no, what'd she say? She got, oh my God, honey, this was the funniest thing. When did this, she, this is recent? Yes, this is a couple years ago. And she got up on, she won the award, she got up on stage and she went, listen, I got, I got something to say. Oh. And everybody's like, oh, you go ahead, Frances. And then she went, representation. And there was this big pause of like, wow, she's going to fucking drop some oh, truth Oh, she's going to talk people. about like diversity or something? Yeah, but then she talked about her ages. <laughs> really? Yeah, she, talked, she meant literal theatrical representation. Didn't she say something like always get something in your contract about something or whatever? Yes, a certain writer, I forget, inclusion writer. Okay. Yeah, anyway. I, 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 well, most of the time when I'm working, they're bringing me my contract outside on a picnic table a day of. <laughs> yes, exactly. And it says she was, scale, she, scale plus. <laughs> I'm lucky if I get the plus 10, y'all. She was speaking to a very select group of people. <laughs> anyway, uh, we are Stay of Homekins on Twitter and Instagram, stayofhomekins at gmail.com if you want to email us. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate you writing to us. We're very grateful that you're listening, and we will continue to do the show. We'll be back next week. And until then, stay, stay safe, safe stay, stay sane, sane, and stay home. Stay home. <laughs>